With Virgin Media, you can build up the entertainment and tear down the price. Switch to Virgin Media today and get super-fast broadband and TV for just €49 a month for an awesome 12 months. The sale that stacks up. Now on. See virginmedia.ie and check out how our mobile sales stacks up too. T's and C's apply. See virginmedia.ie. 12-month contract. Offer ends 27th of February 2019. Hey everybody. Hi guys. Well, from Salt Lake City, Utah, it's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Mark, sitting in for Frank. And I'm Dan, sitting in for Dan. Woohoo! <laughs> Coming up on today's show, uh, we got... we The Mormons done went crazy. Oh, fuck me. They, they went like nutballs lunacy. Yeah, they did a... They threw it in reverse and stepped on the gas. <laughs> they really did. So we'll be talking about what they did. And uh, why they did it, and uh, well, we don't know why they did it. Nobody knows why they did it. But you know what? We'll we'll, we'll be more than happy to speculate. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, we'll just lie freely. <laughs> we'll just openly just throw shit out there as though we know what we're talking about. And you, do, dear listeners, can decide what's true. Yeah, exactly. That's uh, that's kind of your job every time you listen to this show. Yes, is uh, hear something, some bullshit coming out of our faces, and then figure out what. Is real. And then go, thank God that's over. <laughs> thank God we got rid of those guys. Hey, let's jump into a story. Yes. Uh, if, if you hear Mark clearing his throat, he's, he's got a bit of a thing. I, I picked up an illness in Arizona. So what we've done is we've replaced Frank, who is, uh, who is wildly uh, stressing out about uh, another thing that he's doing, a gig uh, that he's doing, mm. with a sick man. Yeah, so I'm, I'm standing in for Frank and Frank's cold. Yes, good job. Yeah. Okay. Happy to be uh, here. We'll move on. You've got something in your hand. Why don't you read it to us? Yeah, this is a nice start. Um, this uh, I'd heard about this poll, but I um, I found it on this bit of it on um, a blog I like from Alaska called The Immoral Minority, which is a great blog. If you don't know it, um, a new study finds that non-religious kids uh-huh. are more generous than children raised in religious homes. Really? Yeah. So. Uh, a new study in the journal Current Biology found children in religious households are significantly less generous than their non-religious peers. And and how did they measure this generosity? What was the how how did they do that? I have no idea. That would require another five minutes of reading. Oh yeah, we and we're live, that. so we're, we can't. It's too late. It's too late. It's so, too late. We can't do it on air. It's purely speculative, but it's probably true. So. Uh, it says it's a common assumption in the United States that faith goes hand in hand with goodness. The Pew Research Center reported last year that um, 53% of Americans think it's necessary to believe in God to be moral. Mm-hmm. Americans overwhelmingly elect Christian representatives and they distrust atheists, as many of us know. Yeah, we all know that. Um, this study challenges those attitudes. Uh, it was the children in non-religious homes most likely to be generous toward a stranger. Oh, the longer a child had lived in a religious home, the stingier he was compared to his secular peers. Huh. That's really bad. So, wait, who did the study? The study was, uh, da, 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 da. it says it's from the Oregon, by a study in the journal Current Biology. Current Biology. Yeah. 
I'll be damned. You get current biology, don't you? Oh yeah, I get I get all the journals. Yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm an avid journal reader. Yeah, it's one of the better ones. the The centerfold with the kind of <laughs> the mitochondria and Golgi bodies is oh, that just it's too sexy for me. I can't, I can't even look at it. Yeah, it, you know, in an age where Playboy's going, you know, no longer nude, it's great that current biology is still there. Is for at us. least is at least doing something. Yeah, yeah. flower stamens and things like that. So <laughs> you watch yourself. <laughs> so, uh, you know, kind of what I take away from that is a little bit what. what our, our blogger friend here was saying is that, excuse me, is that if, if the way you understand right and wrong is based on somebody is spying on you 24 hours a day. Right. It, you, you've got a mean guy in the sky. Well, a, a loving man in the sky who will punish you eternally if you fuck up. Right. If you don't love him properly, right. you'll burn alive forever. Right. But it's, you know, he's a stern father. He's a, you know, he's a bit of a taskmaster, yeah. but he loves you. He promises. Firm but fair. Uh-huh. Um, so he, this idea that, you know, morality is a complex construct mm. in, in, in society. And if you, if all your morality is based on you're being watched 24 hours a day. Right. So if you do uh, anything bad, try to do it as secretly as possible. Uh, it's a very stunted worldview. Whereas, sure. you know. Secular people or atheist people raising children probably have to have more nuanced and complicated conversations with their children about why it's wrong to hurt somebody or why it's wrong to steal something. Right. Or why it's really not wrong to masturbate. Right. Because you can't say when – you, when you can't say Jesus says no, the reason you can't yeah. do it is because of Jesus. Yeah. Then, uh, then what do you got? Yeah. So I think that understanding morality differently – Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and the complexity it, uh, of it, children can be trusted with those conversations, right? And and so that's what I take away from this is that they 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 know how to think about things rather than just act based on a set of rules. Yeah, yeah, that sounds that sounds good. I'm I'm gonna go with that. Let's do that because because you're a smarty pants. Um, I'm gonna take us to uh, my 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 other homeland that I've never lived in. But I have, but my people, half my people, are from Canada. Oh, the Great White North, eh? I have Canadian people too. Oh, that's true. You do. You're yeah. also a half. I'm a half Canadian. Yeah, we're 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 together. We're one American and one Canuck. Not so different, you and I. We're yeah. actually shockingly similar. We we are. We are yeah. the same person, pretty much. You and I are the same guy, and we grew up like three blocks apart. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. We didn't know each other then, though. No. Thank God. I am an old. You. <laughs> Well, I don't. I don't know that I would go that far. Yeah. You're not an old more than I am an old. You're older than I, and yet I feel like we're in the same category of old. I'll take that. I'll let that stand. Okay. Anywho, uh, they just elected themselves. They just got themselves a brand new prime minister. Uh, yes. That 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 that's a thing. Um, he's a guy named Justin Trudeau. Uh, his papa used to be prime minister up mm-hmm. there. Apparently, they do that too. Um, but right. Dynasties. Here's, Here's what's nice about uh, so he just he just sort of put together his cabinet um, from IKEA. No, <laughs> not that his cabinet of of, of ministers, and uh, it's amazing. He uh, he did a couple of cool things, but I, here's his. I mean, for instance, he promised in in his uh, in his election in his running for election that he would have a that he would have gender parity in his cabinet. And he actually did it. 
You mean like they would they would put on satirical plays about gender? Gender not, par- not, not parodies. Oh, pa- parody. Because that uh, would be cool. That would be cool. Yeah. No, instead he just has half of his cabinet as women. Wow. Yeah. That, which that's got to be a first. In- it is. It is a first in Canadian history and very very rare on the world scene. Uh, there are a couple of countries that are that are doing better. Finland. We have some fin some Finns that listen to this show. Good job, Finland. Hello, Finland. And also, actually, the Swedes are do- are doing quite well with with gender equality. Or, or, or even uh, some, some of them. I think the Finns actually have more female ministers than male currently. Really? Yeah. Wow. So they they failed. <laughs> they went too far. The, it, it's not gender parity. Dial it back, Finland. That is a satire of gender parity. <laughs> <laughs> so, if only there was another word for satire that would be. Of par- <sighs> anyway, uh, but that's not what I want to talk about. What I wanted to talk about is the fact that when when Mr. Justin, who by the way. Hmm. Uh, for all you ladies and gay fellas out there, straight ladies and gay fellas, uh, look up Justin Trudeau, a handsome devil of a world leader. As as prime ministers go, he's pretty dreamy. He's pretty. He's pretty. He used to be a boxer. He used to fight people. He was a. He doesn't look like it. He ha- he kind of has aquiline features mm. that don't lend themselves to being pounded flat by boxing. No. Maybe Canadians box. You should. Yeah, but you should have seen him before. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like a falcon. <laughs> he did. He was. Anywho, uh, here's but here's another fun fact about uh, his cabinet that Hemant Meta pointed out, which is that about half of the cabinet opted out of the "So Help Me God" when they swore in. Wow! Half. Wow! That's amazing to that me. That is. What did he? Did he? Did he opt out? You know, I. He didn't mention that. I don't know that. Huh. Well, that's pretty great. Uh, yeah, it's amazing. It was so funny when, when, yeah, so, so these guys are, uh, they sort of run the gamut of, you know, everyone from the Minister of Indigenous and Northern Affairs, uh, to the Minister of Justice and Attorney General. Wow. Um, the, the Foreign Affairs Minister, Treasury Board, um, President, um, and they actually have things like a minister for, of the environment and climate change, and climate change. That's what the new minister is. It's not. It's it's the minister of the environment and climate change. Wow. It's almost as if they're paying attention to what's actually happening in the world. It's weird. Yeah, that is weird. I, I, I don't. I, I. It makes me very uncomfortable. They're cabinet cabineting wrong. Yeah, exactly. It needs to be pretty much all men. You have your token women in there. And maybe a black you got, or, well, or two. Or you got your Condoleezza. Yeah. Oh, yeah. she covers all the bases, and then you don't need anything else. Boom. Yeah. Right. And then, uh, and, then, uh, and then you just have good old white men Yeah. who, uh, who don't need to worry themselves about science and reality and right. stuff like and that. Right. And what you do is you ignore everything that's actually happening and get completely hysterical about things that aren't. Right. You know, that literally are not happening. That's how you do it. Yeah. This is how this is done. Come on, Canada. Get your act together, will you? Yeah, so that's like a 12-person... What's our cabinet? It's like 12-ish, right? Fuck if I know. Yeah. It's a... Well, nobody knows. And... (laughs) So their cabinet is 31 members. He's he's got a 31-member cabinet. And half of those people... That's amazing. Half of those people did not promise to do good for Jesus. The question is, what the fuck is up with the other half? Yeah, I know, right? The Canadians. They know better. They're better than us. They are better than us in all of the ways except temperature. Yeah, you think that climate change would be something they'd be looking forward to, but yeah, 
Yeah, you, right? Yeah, yeah, you'd think. No, because that means that they're, they also have a new minister of, of uh, something in refugees. That's which the refugees is added to their to the to that minister's Good thing for them. Uh, but what they don't want is a bunch of United States refugees pouring across their borders uh, as it gets too warm and everyone's drowning. That's down here. That's probably a smart take on their. <laughs> so they need to prevent global warming to prevent us from coming in. Their concern. Yeah. They need a minister of vowel sounds is what they need. They don't do those very good. That's one thing they're very bad at. Yeah, they're it's it's they sound they sound dumb, but they're not. And in further news on CBC Radio, uh, a new book has come out about uh, Nazis. Hey there, good morning. How and are you? The, the pasta that Nazis eat. How about those maple leaves, huh? <laughs> good news for the leaves, eh? Go leaves, eh? Go leaves. <laughs> okay. All right, now on. that we've insulted our <laughs> our beloved, uh, amazing neighbors up north. <laughs> Let's insult one of our own, shall we? Mm-hmm. So, Dr. Ben Carson. Oh, he's a peach. He's I a was peach. hoping you'd go to that guy at some point. Dr. Ben Carson. He is, uh, he is He's something I can't quite wrap my head around. No. Um, but he can... Well, you you could if he like he could cut un- it, if he cut into you. Yeah, he could unwrap my head from whatever right. I've gotten it wrapped around. Right. Yeah. And, and you know what? That's amazing and good on him. Yeah. For all that that wet work, but um, <laughs> he has—I I don't think when he started running, when Jesus told him to run for president, indeed, I'm not sure he knew that part of the deal was people looked at your past. <laughs> I think he just—he he doesn't quite get that. Uh, there, I think there are many things that he doesn't quite get. Oh, well, but we, I, I'm about to lay some on you. Knock it down. So. Apparently, the Politico, which I don't necessarily read because I I don't have a shrine to Ronald Reagan in my house, <laughs> but Politico actually did they journalismed accidentally, <laughs> and they challenged Dr. Carson on a strange story <laughs> that he had been a guest at dinner at the age of seventeen with a guy named General Westmoreland. Oh. Of uh, of uh, the 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 war fame the, of Vietnam Vietnam fame. Trigger alert! I'm going to say Nam. Okay, to any of our <laughs> friends out there. Um, so somehow Ben Carson was granted a, a meal at 17 years old with uh-huh. this general who just come back from botching one of our wars. Right, and um, and has long said that the that the general granted him admission to West Point. Ah, uh, with this full scholarship. Oh, great. And, appara- him. and apparently, yeah, so bully for this amazing 17-year-old young man. Um, well, the fact that it didn't happen shouldn't change <laughs> the tenor of the story, right? Well, well it might change it a little bit. I, he's still a great man that probably could have done something like that. <laughs> Had, you know what? Had the moment arisen... He, I, who knows what could have happened? Who knows? He could have been our next general to botch a war rather than just botch a campaign. Right. So he's been accused of fabricating this, and then apparently his his uh, campaign has said, yeah, there's actually not – what did they say? Some, like, There's not evidential truth to it. <laughs> he's also said in, in – He's written a couple autobiographies, and he's said in in he's related a story in two or three of them where he was a violent kid, and he went to stab a friend. Mm. Whoa! 
Yeah, with a with a scissor, I think. Oh wow, or something, or whatever, a sharp implement. Probably not a scalpel yet. He wasn't there. No, and he and this, I love how apocryphal this is. As he stabbed at his friend, the blade hit his belt buckle and snapped in half, saving his friend's life from his perfidy. What was he stabbing for? What are you I aiming know. for when you hit the buckle of a belt? So the story's changed a few times through. That's, even, that's even, the worst stabby place on the body. Well, it was the 60s, so belt buckles <laughs> were either, it was either that or his buddy was a rodeo champion. And he had a giant buckle. And a big, or he was Covered a wor- the bulk of his torso. He was a wrestling champion. Yes, indeed. So he tried to stab the Iron Sheik and broke his knife on the belt buckle. So he's, he's, he's kind of got caught in that. He has gotten caught in the West Point story. He's, his video has recently surfaced of him saying that <laughs> the biblical prophet, I don't know, is a prophet, Joshua? I don't know. Or Joseph. 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 No, Joseph Joseph of uh, Dreamcoat yes. fame, of multicolored coat Donny fame. Donny Osmond. Yes. He, he said that. Played by Donny Osmond. Played by, yeah, given voice by Donny Osmond. He said that that Joseph was the prime minister of Egypt. Okay. I didn't know they had a parliamentary democracy. Well, you know, I they were it, they were inventors. I thought it was pharaohocracy. They were the, very forward thinking. Super in, forward thinking. in ancient Egypt. So he said that the 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 pyramids were <laughs> that Joseph built the pyramids as grain storage. <laughs> right. Right. And, oh yeah, I saw that. And there were seven years of grain and such. So, I, I it's proof that you. I guess it's proof that you can be incredibly brilliant at something, and just jaw-droppingly stupid at almost everything else. And it is true. Like, every time the man opens his mouth, something really dumb comes out of it. Yeah, crazy. It's really amazing. But it's delivered in a in kind of a half-asleep smile. He's like, yeah, you know, it's like this... One does suddenly start to wonder about, like, some organization just drugging him and controlling him or something it's, because he his delivery on everything just so weird it's so weird like i was talking to my brother about this the other day i i get trump uh-huh i get why people like him he's sure. a loud <clears throat> braggart bully you know he's kind of this vulgar american he's america yeah. walk he, he's american cheese walking around totally he's just he's just all the garbage of our culture wrapped into <laughs> one rep- Pugnant human being. He's Velveeta. And he brags about it. So yes. I get why they like him. Mm-hmm. But Ben Carson, like this strange delivery with his eyes closed all the time. and Yeah. Like, like he's been drugged. Exactly. It's so weird. And people are like, yes, him. That guy. Yeah. Well, I think half of it is just like the Republicans are like, we've got a black one. Right. We've got a black one. Look at him. Right. Then you then you always can say at Thanksgiving dinner, I'm not a racist. Right, exactly. I supported Ben Carson. I was a Ben Carson. I I volunteered for his camp. Well, I did I gave money to his well, I didn't I voted <laughs> for him. I yelled at somebody about him. Right. I told all of my friends to vote for him too. So he's one to keep an eye on, I think, as this as the election oh my God. grinds eternally forward. He's yeah. Well keep yeah, just sort of Watch out for him. I don't, think, I don't know. Keep an eye on him is maybe just to make sure that he doesn't get elected. He doesn't know. wander into traffic with his eyes closed. <laughs> Babbling about other biblical things that he's got theories about. Poor thing. Uh, I'm going to take us to Texas. Mm. Uh, land of the, the, the free and home of the brave. I, I guess that's all of America. And the stars at night are big and bright. Clap, 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 clap. Yep. 
It's true, deep in the heart of Texas. Uh, also, what's true in the heart of Texas is that there are many people who homeschool their chillins. Uh, they are they are a homeschooling state. Yeah. As a matter of fact, we were as we reported uh, some weeks ago, the uh, the the new head of education there. What do they call that person? Superintendent? Um, no, I don't know. The uh, the the head of the board, the president of the board of education. That's probably the word I'm looking for. Is a is like a homeschooling advocate and doesn't even believe in public school. That's how homeschooly they are. Wow, they're amazing. Uh, but a new so the Texas Supreme Court has just taken a new case. Um, this is a case. This just blows my goddamn mind. Um, Basically, what happened is that in the El Paso school district uh, had to step in when Laura and Michael McIntyre um, complaints started rolling in that their kids weren't getting educated at all. They were not being remotely or at all educated. Right, because they they, they have to meet some absurdly minimal uh, standardized right. testing like their peers in in what is probably the garbage public school system of Texas. Yes, to indeed. Begin with. Indeed. Uh and and they don't even have to get tested. They just have to be like the most and when you talk about the most minimal uh requirements, they're so minimal they don't know how minimal they are and that's what the this court case is about. Oh. Um at one point one of the kids told somebody that they didn't have to be educated because the rapture is coming. Which seems to be the family line. Uh, so it's a known fact that most of the homeschoolers are doing it uh, be- for religious reasons. Um, as as uh, Rachel Coleman, who's the executive director of the nonprofit Coalition for Responsible Home Education, put it. She said, it's a sort of mantra among homeschooling communities that you're preparing your child for heaven, not Harvard. Oh. God, <laughs> why do you why do you need school in heaven? Yeah, you don't. You've got an eternity to get your reading, writing, and arithmetic sorted out. Yeah, yeah. You don't need you don't need that book learning to play a harp. Yeah. Uh, so unless unless they fill you fill out like the 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 induction forms or residency forms in heaven in in tongues or something, right? Like, there's no reason for school in heaven. I don't know. It's amazing. So so yeah, the, I guess the uh, the Texas requires that homeschooling includes five subjects. Oh. You ready? Oh boy, math. Yeah. Reading. Yeah. Spelling. Okay. Grammar. Well, okay, those three are all kind of of a piece, but yeah. And good citizenship. In what? Whatever the <laughs> fuck that means. What In good citizenship in... In Texas. In Texas. Good Texas citizenship. <laughs> oh my God. That means you make a casserole for your Christian friends who are sick, and you shoot the ones who ain't yeah, Christian. It's about open carry and, uh, and four-wheel drive and <laughs> hating Mexicans. <laughs> God, they so, can't, and they can't pass that bar. So it, yeah. Uh, so what happened was that the, uh, yeah, that the El Paso uh, school district ordered the McIntyres to prove that their children were being taught anything at all, and the cuff, the couple filed suit claiming that their constitutional educational liberties interests had been violated. 
Yeah. So it, has that been decided? Has the court decided? No, 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 no. This is this, the Supreme Court has just taken up this case. So we'll. I guess we'll keep you informed. I just wanted everybody to know that, like, if you're a Christian in Texas, you ain't got to tell your kids nothing. They literally think that they don't have to do anything because the rapture. Oh my God. They must be counting on that thing coming real quick because those kids are going to hit the workforce before you damn know it. You know what's it, it's super, it's so frightening that uh, eventually the members of the Supreme Court of Texas are going to be people who are homeschooled. That's a good point. You know, yeah, that's gonna get that's gonna dumbed in two or three generations. I mean, Texas is pretty dumb already. Let's admit it. <laughs> I've I've been to Austin. Austin was cool. Everything else is. El Paso is the capital of hell. It's like the worst <laughs> place I've ever been. <laughs> Dallas is just disgusting. But, you know, it's dumb enough already. I yeah. don't think you need to just keep turning that temperature down. <laughs> it's, you know, I've I've met some beautiful, lovely people in Texas and from Texas. And uh, and, and so it's hard for me to say this. But when uh, – but I'm afraid I have to think – you know, whenever, whenever a Texas governor starts talking – starts getting uppity yeah. they remind the country that theoretically they can just leave at any time which yeah. they can't but they they I sure know. do take that line and rick perry has said that a few times and whatever yeah. and i'm just like go yeah go go yeah we're not stopping you there that means there would be a, a, a savagely backward third world country between the united states and mexico right yeah right and guess what I would suddenly have a lot of motivation to put up that border wall. Yeah, I would elect Trump <laughs> right then. Anyhow. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, we're bad people. I'm sorry. Go tell another story. Does anybody in Texas listen to us? Probably not. Not anymore. Not anymore. They did. Bye. I'll bet Alina will still leave, still keep listening. St stick with us, Alina. <laughs> we're going through some stuff. Do you have another story? I do, and this. Sorry to do two Republican uh, it stories, two Republican candidate stories, but the the Republican evangelical tie in this this cycle is a little it, it's spookier than it has been in a while. I think you think, yeah, it's pretty spooky. It's pretty spooky. I mean, we we talked a couple shows ago about Trump and his his belly flop pandering to the evangelicals was pretty funny. Yeah, Trump doesn't even know what God is. Trump is. <sighs> Trump when it whenever Trump gets somebody tries to nail him down on religion stuff, yeah, I think it becomes clearer and clearer that he can't really tell the difference between God and himself. No, he doesn't. He, he believes in God, but only because he sees him in the mirror every he doesn't, morning. He doesn't believe. I'm telling you, that guy. Of course, he doesn't. He doesn't believe in God. He doesn't believe in anything. Yeah. So you know his the, the, the idiot thing where he was in front of a bunch of evangelicals and they said, "Have you ever asked God for forgiveness?" and he answered honestly. He's like, no. <laughs> and that is, that is not how you do that. Yeah, he, he, he did that wrong, but I like it. So uh, other than him, mm. he's got such an anomaly. Everybody, a lot of the others have a lot of evangelical sure. uh, uh, support and love. You know, yeah. your Huckabees, your Santorums. Is he still around? Uh, he's, not, he's, he's not in the race. I think he is. Is he? Yeah, I think so. Anyway, uh, to really cement the the evangelical uh, uh, connection, the rainbow connection to this whole uh, Republican presidential side, uh -huh. you know they've all thrown a, a hissy fit about the debates and 
they don't like being asked questions that they don't have, you know, pre-programmed answers to, et cetera, et cetera. So they've kind of thrown all of their, their agreements with the networks out. Well, there to pick up the slack for Republican debate is Liberty University. Oh, good old Lib U. Jerry Falwell's Liberty University. Um, so in which, Gen- which really kind of believes in neither liberty or being a real university. No, every word of it is a lie. Every both of its words is a lie. <laughs> so Liberty University is the leading candidate to host a planned Republican presidential debate in early January. For over a year now, we have been working on a grassroots debate with conservative media and scouting various locations, one of which has been Liberty University for January. Sean Spicer, the Republican National Committee chief strategist, said Wednesday evening, as of this moment right now, I feel very good about where we stand with Liberty. Well, I mean, it's not surprising. No. I mean, it's, it's bad in all the ways that you expect this to go bad mm-hmm. uh when you have that many when when like literally it may be like constitutionally there can't be a religious test for public office <laughs> right but republicanly there is oh yeah it's... and uh and uh that's what's important well i mean it at, at... At first, it's kind of like, oh, God, this isn't really happening. This is shut. This is just so crazy. Right. You know, fine. It was bad enough when Fox, which is their real religion. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, that's uh, You know, Fox pissed them off and they don't want to do Fox debates anymore. So now they're going to Liberty University. But the upside, I think, is I'll bet 80% of the questions are going to be about candidates' religiosity. And I think that's going to... I don't think they realize what a briar patch this is going to be. Oh, yeah. This is going to be a very sticky wicket for them. There's going to be a lot of sound bites, pardon me, that the Democrats will use against them uh, later because it's going to be crazy town. Yeah, it's one of those things where uh, – now, I, I'm, I'm not sure that I'm going to say that uh, that it's going to be 80%. Like, your 80% figure seems high, but what they'll do is they'll make non-religious questions – somehow have a religious tie-in they'll they'll be clever they'll be tricky about that right like the economy they always manage to find a way right yeah exactly horrible right-wing economics somehow you know from the bible right and it'll yeah it'll be it'll be something if they ask about foreign policy it'll be about israel or fully you know it's just it's Or how? So uh, I think it's a huge mistake but I'm happy they're making it mr. mr. Jindal how uh how bad are the Muslims? Yeah. And uh Mr. Kasich, can you Kasich, can you tell me uh which do you think believes in Jesus less? Christie or or Fiorina? Yeah. Is there a humane way to kill homosexuals <laughs> which, in mass? Uh yeah, exactly. Do you go with the the Bible uh, with the stoning, or do you think we should do it with the oh. lethal injection? How how are you supposed to do that? I think they're gonna come down on the humane side of that. That's nice. So it's going to be a hot night in Lynchburg, people. Yeah. If you're out in Virginia, check Woo. it out. Yeah, enjoy that. Uh, that'll be quite a zoo. Dreamy. All right, well, I'm going to move on to uh, the United States Supreme Court. Yes. And last I was talking about the, the Texas Supreme Court. Now I'm going to go to the big dogs. Yes, the ones that can't secede. The, the, ones, the ones that are stuck with us. Yeah. 
Um, I think we're stuck with them. I think we really, really are. Yeah. Uh, they're going to be deciding another, another case soon. They've just announced that they are going to uh, to hear the arguments. They're going to take up the case. Um, Frank and I, I think, talked about this a few months and months ago. Uh, you recall, Mark? Yes. That there was a uh, that there was a a huge watershed case uh, that was won by one Hobby Lobby. Yes, Mister and Mrs. Hobby Lobby. Right, exactly. Yes, and a, cor- a corporation with a religion. With a religion, right? Yes. That corporation believes in Jeebus, and yeah. that corporation didn't want to pay for the uh, the. Uh, how, how you call it? Slut pills. Slut pills. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's exactly Slut pills. the uh, the the contraception, the birth control. Yeah, any of it, like any of form, of, right? of any of their workers. Yeah. Uh, so they so they so they won that court case with the Supreme Court, and they they can now have a waiver so that they don't have to pay. Yeah. For the slut pills. Yeah. Just their... and to be clear, that what that case decided was the building you work in has a religion. Right. And you as the worker... Fuck you. Right. <laughs> you just don't... Fuck what, you. Whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, so so that that happened. And, of course, the conservatives cheered, and yeah. uh, it seemed like everything was fine. Yeah, really, everything worked out. Uh, until this, so a whole bunch of Catholics yeah. started complaining again. Because... Oh. Because it was too onerous to have to certify that you didn't want to pay for the for, for the contraception. Right. Like it was too – even that was too much because all they have to do now is go to the government and fill out a form that says, hey, uh, we don't want to do this. Right. And then the government would say, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, but they – these groups are uh, – they 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 feel that it is totally infringing on their rights to have to do that to have to fill out the form. Yeah, basically to, to ha- fill out the form that says Jesus trumps the law. Right. I don't want. I don't, oh. basically. That, so am I getting that right? They they have argued, and I'll just read this verbatim from uh, from the Reuters article that I'm looking at. Uh. Uh, they have argued that the process of getting certified for an exemption still infringes on their religious rights because it essentially forces them to authorize coverage for their employees even if they are not paying for it. Because what happens is they say, we won't pay for it. Right. And the government says, okay. And then the government turns to the insurance a- insurance company, company whoever it is. and says, then you guys have to pay for it. Right. And the insurance company says, fine. Right. Uh, so it's still not so. So the employee still doesn't have to pay for it. It's just the insurance company that has to pay for well, it. Well, what are the, What is it they want not to do? These Catholics? They want not. They want to have the legal right to stop their employees from getting it. Period, or have to pay for it out of their pocket. I'm not really sure. They, they just, want to stop them from having a period. Thank you. Bye. Boom. Boom. I'm gone. And um, that's wow. the end of the show. That's. No. It, it's amazing. Like right. I don't even know what the fuck they're on about. But this isn't so you know just a couple of small organizations. Right. This is like the Roman Catholic Diocese, the Archdiocese of D.C. Mm. This is Catholic University of America, and mm. my personal favorite, uh, the Little Sisters of the Poor, <laughs> which is a which is an adorable little order of uh, Catholic nuns. 
who run care homes for the elderly. Mm. Which my initial thought was like, well, why the fuck do they care about contraception? Right. The nuns can't fuck and the elderly can't get pregnant. So right. what's the problem? Oh, Assholes. Uh, so anyway, that's... Uh, and, they're, and they've... And they've made it all the way to the Supreme Court. Now the Supreme Court has to decide if it's too onerous wow. uh, to fill out the forms. To check a box. To check the box that says, we don't like it. I, get, they, I mean, really, what they're saying is that somehow checking that box yeah. forces them to say, even if we, if we don't pay for it, it might still be okay for you to get this. I don't... I, right. I am... Utterly baffled, and I've read a couple of articles about this to try and understand what this the fuck is. They're this on is about. the fucking slippery slope of these religious freedom arguments. Yeah, is it, because there's such a persecution complex uh, in the, <laughs> among the religious. They see their what they define religious freedom as is being able to use any any means to force other people to live by their religious tenets. Yeah. So, just some you know Jane Schmo who goes to work for. Archdiocese of Washington, like, you know. Right. I don't know. What, what job do you do there? Like handling sex abuse claims or something. It's a <laughs> lot of paperwork. She's being forced as just an employee. Right. A, 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 she may not be Catholic. She may not be Catholic. And I'm sure they have a, not, a lot of non-Catholic employees. Right. You know. I don't fuck. I, it's yeah. just bananas. And, it's just fuck And you. if they don't win, it'll be persecution. They'll be persecuted. Yes. Yeah. But they need they they can stand a little bit more persecution. I think they could stand a tad more. They'll be all right. Yeah, let's see what we can make happen. <laughs> well, if you guys have anything you'd like to say about how persecuted the the Christians are in this country, you can do so by writing into us podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. dot com, or uh, you can uh, what else can you do? Voicemail. Call, voicemail. You can call in. That's four two four six 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 eight four four two. Um. I just found out recently that the phone number for the Center for Inquiry in Los Angeles also has a 666 prefix. Oh, my God. I kind of think they stole it from us. Fuckers. Not, I mean, not for nothing, but I kind of feel like that's what they did. Persecution. <laughs> anyway, uh, go to the Facebook page, kids. Facebook.com slash TGI Atheist. And uh, ask to be let in. Search out the TGIA Members Only Lounge. And then maybe uh, I will get to you. At some point. Right. Have you, have you let my brother in yet? I'm embarrassingly far behind. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I, I haven't seen his name pop up yet. Okay. So, so I, I'll look for him. I probably I probably banned him. Well, that's I, probably, I, I probably saw that and I was like, nope. I should have done that years ago, but he's... <laughs> but he keeps he's still, hanging around. He still bothers me. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we'll, we'll let him in. And the rest of y'all, uh, I really am um, getting to it now. I, I I was gone for a long time, and it's, it's a busy man. It's been a, a nightmare catching up to everything. But I promise that you all mean a lot to me, uh, and I will get to you eventually. Uh, anyway, now we're going to listen to a crazy man. Do <laughs> yeah. some uh, do some hollering. This is a pastor uh, going by the name of Kevin Swanson, uh, who's uh, who's stars on the rise. Yeah, see what sense you can make of this. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> Sackcloth and ashes. I was thinking, you know, there are parents, and this is not a funny thing, there are families whose, and we're talking Christian families, pastors' families, elders' families, in good godly churches, their sons are rebelling, 
hanging out with homosexuals and getting married, and the parents are invited, what would you do if that was the case? Here's what I would do. Sackcloth and ashes at the entrance to the church, and I'd sit in cow manure, and I'd spread it all over my body. That's what I would do. And I'm not kidding. I'm not laughing. I'm grieving. I'm mourning. I'm pointing out the problem. It's not a gay time. This is the pe- these are the people with the sores, the gaping sores. The sores that are pussy and gross. And people are coming in and carving happy faces on the sores. That's not a nice thing to do. Don't you dare carve happy faces on open pussy sores. Don't you ever do that. Don't you ever do that. I tell you don't do it. Sackcloth and ashes. This is what America needs. America needs to hear the message. We are messed up. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) So that guy, that was some nutball crazy he was doing. It was crazy on audio. The you guys didn't see the video that I watched with Dan. That is <laughs> cuckoo bananas. He is first of all. <laughs> I don't even know what first of all. What what is he fucking talking about? Well, that's a great question. He's a uh, sores. Don't carve a smiley face into sores. Well, and I'm uh, going to cover myself in cow manure. Well, obviously, don't carve happy faces in sores. <laughs> Unless you're a fucking sadist, crazy person. I think the sores, are the people with sores you? Are the, is it the gay folks that have the sores? And then the, 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 I don't... Well, so let's deconstruct it for a minute and yeah. see if we can get anything out of it. Because this is the guy, Swanson. What's something Swanson? Kevin Swanson. Kevin Swanson. And he's a handsome fella. Mm. Um, he kind of looks like, like the scarecrow in a suit. But he... <laughs> He so he calls quite openly for the murder of homosexuals, the murder of gay people. Yeah, he he did do that. So at first he's like, okay, but in fairness, let's be fair. He just said the Bible says murder gays. We should probably obey the Bible. That's what he says. Clearly, he doesn't want to. But no, it is. But it's kind of his hands are tied. What's what he gonna do? You do? What's he gonna do? It's like the principal that has to suspend you, kid. I like you, but but I'm sorry. The rules are the rules. I caught you smoking the weed out by the dumpster. Right. I got to do this. Right. So, so he's he's wants the gays. He wants the whatever the gays dead from the Bible, and then suddenly he's like, these people have sores, and you're being mean and carving shit in their happy faces in their sores, and I'm over here sitting in my poo, <laughs> right. And sackcloth and ashes by the church door. There is so much packed. There's so much pure crazy packed into that 45 seconds. It does make you wonder if you're in that audience and he was up in front. This is some religious liberties conference, freedom something or other. And he's up in front of presumably a a fair crowd of people. He got Bobby Jindal up to that thing, and he got uh, Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz up there, Huckabee, because he'll go any he'll go anywhere oh, yeah. that there's biscuits and gravy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's in his writer too. That is in his writer, it's and a, it's and it's and it's on his tie. It's I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, he, this guy is talking to a bunch of people. You got to imagine being in that audience. Like, you want to be with him. Yeah. You want to be right there with him. And so do you just go do you just let it wash over you like sort of this 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 nice sort of warm blanket of crazy that you may not understand yeah. but it's just 
Or or are you sitting there going, come on, get to a point. Right. Come on, you can do this. Well, clearly it's it's more poetry than prose. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. And, Sackcloth and ashes. And I love the beginning where he's like, your sons are hanging out with homosexuals and rebelling and getting married. And I'm like, yes, the rebellion of marriage. Right, exactly. The grand rebellion. <laughs> it's like these, you know, Tom Cruise. What was the movie? The Drifters or whatever. Oh, the shit. Outsiders? The Outsiders. They're yeah. rebelling. Yeah. Come on, guys. Let's wow. go get married. Fuck the old people. Yeah. I'm going to get married. I'm going to make a contract for life with someone I love. It's Footloose 2. So in the wedding. I, I, he will probably say he was taken out of context. But one, one wonders what the context was. What possible context could that have made any sense? And if there are two gay guys or two gay gals out there who want to invite him to their wedding so he can <laughs> sit at the church door covered in cow shit, oh, you let me know and I will write a check. Everybody invite him to your wedding. Yeah. If you are gay and getting married, your first and last invitation should be to this man. Yeah, because that will be all the... You don't need a DJ. That is all the entertainment you're going to need. <laughs> Why is that crazy person covered in poo outside the door? You should probably, on the invitation, offer to provide the poo. Oh, I'll, get, I'll find some poo. Well, yeah, we need to... We'll, yeah, TGIA makes this commitment. We'll find you some cow poo. We'll, I will rustle up some, some if, dung. If, if that guy promises to come to your wedding... I'll, we'll make sure that we get that. We'll get sackcloth and ashes. We'll get it all. And poo. And poo. And nut cups. <laughs> your, your name is nut cups. <laughs> I am nut cups. Um, uh, we, we have some, some, some emails and stuff, but I, I honestly actually can't get to it currently. There's a, with Frank being gone, uh, I was thrown into a, a bit of a spiral here and I, I have two computers that I'm trying to work with and I can't. So we'll get to that next week. That'll be a next week thing. Mm. Uh, so, but for this week, let's just move on to our to our fun topic of conversation yeah. that we that that we wanted to talk about, which is the Marmons, the Marmons, the the Church of Jesus Christ. What are you doing of Latter Day Saints? <laughs> Jesus Christ, what the fuck are you doing? Um, I so here so here's the thing. Here's here's. Do you want to explain what you explain what they done did? So I was on my way home from uh, a, a wonderful trip to Arizona. And it mm. was. It was actually wonderful. And I was oh, on good. my way home um, last night and I was in the airport in Phoenix and my brother called me and said, have you seen the news? And I said, no. And he's like, get to your laptop. So I ran into a place and opened my laptop. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, what's some, you know. Get to your laptop. There's a meteor coming or something. Yeah. And, and, and I actually was more distressed by what I saw than the fact. The, the possibility that a meteor was going to strike. Earth. Were you? Well, because a meteor is kind of, it it's just in, inert and at, at doesn't least, have a brain. At least it's natural. It kills indiscriminately, and it's real. <laughs> it's real. Um, so what happened was the Mormon church that's been struggling with the modern age since 1832. <laughs> um, I think that was their motto for a minute. <laughs> I Struggling think it, with the modern age since 1832. I think it's their their motto now. I think I think it is. So, like we said, they threw they they threw the suburban into reverse and stomped on it on the gas with both sensible shoes. And they have released a policy. It was leaked. I guess they were going to try to do this under the radar. <laughs> they released a policy. That says the children of same same sex married or same sex cohabiting parents may not receive 
any of the sacraments or blessings or or baptism or any of the stuff that the church provides to children of Youngins. opposite gendered parentage, even of divorced parents. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they're just they're, so if a child. So what they've what they've done is they've changed the policy, and this is a change. So the initial change is that two two gay folks hmm. who get married to each other who rebel and get married are now considered apostate. Yes. Um, which, frankly, here's the thing. The thing that kills me is that those two people haven't just left the church of their own volition. It, it's baffling if that's the case. Which, But it does happen. Yep. There are gays that stay in the Mormon church. And then they try to get married, and then they want to like still be Mormon and still, you know. And for a while there, that was kind of cool. Like There was space for that. Yeah. Uh, not space for them to f- be full participants in Mormonism. Right. But they could come to church, and they could participate. They couldn't probably get uh, callings in the church, which to me seems like a blessing uh, more than uh, a punishment or yeah. whatever. But, but you know, they could participate on some level. Yeah. So now— They were kind of left alone. Like, there wasn't a—it seemed to me there wasn't, like, a strict policy of— Here's exactly how you hate them spelled out in right. in 12 point. No, there five. wasn't. As a matter of fact, there were all of these mumblings from the church that you should be nice to gays. Like they were they kept saying about, you know, they were really moving in the direction of love thy neighbor. The gay people, you know, the you can hate the sin but not but love the sinner. Yeah. And so we will accept gay people into to be with us. But you know, they and the thing is that, you know, the, their Mormon policy is if if someone's an adulterer, yeah, you, they can still come to church. There might be uh, problems with it. There, you might ha- there might be disciplinary action or right. whatever. But I mean, this is the thing: if you sin, it doesn't mean you're excluded from church. Right. Well, now, yeah. if you get gay married, yeah, legally, yeah, you are apostate. You are gone. You are. You are. You have. You have. Essentially, the, you are now considered out. Right. I, well, I think in you, a way that you weren't before. I think you can commit apostasy and and come back from that. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I think they include they include in that things like um, uh, some a violent attempted murder. <laughs> Here's the list of things that homosexual relations are included with: attempted murder, forcible rape, as opposed to that non-forcible rape. Here we go again with the. Religious people and rape, sexual abuse, spouse abuse, intentional serious physical injury of others, adultery, and fornication. Right. So those are all on the list with forming a lasting relationship with someone you love. Yeah. Who's got another ding ding or a hoo hoo? <laughs> right. Exactly. And you know the, you can't if you have two ding dings. That's too many ding dings. That is four ding dings. Well, actually, they used to have lot, lots more ding dings in marriage, but that was just because there was one. There was one ding ding and. 14 hoo-hoos. Right. Yes, yeah. indeed. Yeah. We, we think children are listening, so we're, we're being very delicate. <laughs> we're using the technical terms is what we're doing. <laughs> and anatomical terms. So so here's the, what, what's bizarre about this new policy is that the gay folks, the gay folks get married. They are in the... the legally. They're legally married, so they're apostate. And now the, they're children. If they have children, you can't baptize them. You can't bless a baby. Uh, and when, and now the official policy is that when that kid gets to be 18 and is legally old enough to make decisions for themselves, 
they can finally get baptized. But there's a catch. Yeah. And the catch is they have to promise to hate their daddies or their mommies. And not not hate, but they have to swear swear off of it. They have to denounce them. They have to denounce it. Yeah. And then they have to... uh, And then the first presidency... Meaning the top guys of the, the, the Mormon Pope himself yeah. kind of has to okay it. The chairman of the board. For you to get in again. Yeah, it, it's it's so fucked up in a way. like, And that's for the children. That's not for the gay couple. That's for the children. That's the children. Right. Now, remember, the only reason I call it pinkwashing, what the church has been doing, uh-huh. like trying to put on a friendly face and say, oh, we're all... Sinners, and we're all, you know, God's children, and we have to embrace kind of a wider world. And yeah, and they only did that because they got busted in Prop Eight. And they, you know, they've just been horrible. Well, and they were trying to get their Mitt Romney into office, so they yeah. were they. So it was like PR. Yeah. Like it started with trying to get the Olympics, you know, basically. Oh, yeah. And so, basically, this the organization has been consistent in only one thing, and that has been being on the wrong side of every issue in history. <laughs> You know, they they just – they can't help themselves. So these little lurches, you know, they helped pass the non-discrimination ordinance. They told the legislators it was okay to do that. Here in, here in Utah. Here in Utah, which is a pretty good one. Yeah. Um, in, in order to improve their public image. Right. And then uh, was it – which one of them said that Kim Davis should do her job? Yeah, which one that, of the apostles? Dallin Oaks. Dallin Oaks, who is uh, – who's, who's not known for his uh, liberal thinking. No, he's not a hippie. Um so they're doing all this this pinkwashing and it's they they go back and forth you know they Dallin Oaks spoke at the World Conference of Families which was this hate group that appeared here in town right in Salt Lake so the only reason they ever did that is cuz they they had to yeah uh because they were they're hemorrhaging young people well for the longest time i have felt like there's there's and i i have sensed and i you know call it whatever you will I, I'm going to say it's the force. This, or the still small voice. There's just been a still small voice in my head. A burning in your bosom. Uh, it's, it's somewhere. Yeah. That burning. <laughs> uh, but it's, uh, I have sensed that in, within the church uh, higher-ups, there's been this war yeah. happening between the very clever PR firms that they've hired yeah. and the abject bigotry yeah. In the brains of these old fucking men. Yeah. The Skeksis, I call them. Yeah. <laughs> yes, indeed. For any dark crystal lovers out there. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> and if you are a dark crystal lover, don't watch it now because it'll ruin it. Completely. I know. D- please don't. It's horrible. Um, but if you remember it well, then just leave that as it is. Anywho, uh, and so there's been this tension between the good PR and trying to find ways to make us look okay. Yeah. And... The hateful, hateful, hateful people. And the hate finally yeah. has just spilled out all over everything. In in uh, in such a base and cruel and mean spirited way. Oh, it's just they they went they just decided how could we make this as ugly as possible? And and who could we pick on yeah. that isn't doesn't look like we're picking that we're just picking on the gays uh, what babies i know it's literally just go after babies it's literally targeted at at babies yeah because what mormon mormon babies are blessed typically at like the first week 
Well, or, or, I mean, it's usually within a month or, or or something. Yeah, and it's not like it's not as critical as a Catholic baptism to an infant. No, but it's a very important thing for the family. It's kind of their. It's the baby's coming out to the community, right? And 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 technic, you know, usually what happens is that they, you know, in church they they bless the baby. A, a man <clears throat> blesses yeah. the baby. You're damn right, it's a man. And uh, and and you know they and other men are gathered and they all put their hands on the baby make and, a little circle and they and they bless the baby it's and kind then, of druidic a little circle of men around a baby isn't it yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly but anyway do and they do play uh the carmina barana yeah. during that time and then and then also that counts as them the baby being put on the records of the church yeah. and all of this stuff uh, so like and and symbolically more than uh than ecclesiastically it's a very important moment. It is, and all the relatives, like your extended family, comes to the yeah. Lord. Like it's a, it's a cult. It's a socially very significant moment for people. Right, right. And so that baby is paying the price. Fuck that baby. Yeah, the church the is price. like fuck that baby. That that's that's a queer baby. It, it is. It, it is so. <laughs> I don't. I don't even know how to wrap my head around it, or why the fuck they even. Just Here, tell the parents you you gay if you're gay married you can't come to church. That's fine. It's yeah. still an asshole move, but it's fine. But it's the appropriate asshole move or it's something. It is an age appropriate asshole move. Right. And you know my my higher superior atheist mind is like, well, good. The more people that the church prevents from joining, and the more people that it alienates and chases away, great. But this doesn't just alienate gays. No. Or their babies. Yeah. I gotta say, like one of my most conservative most believinist mormon friends on facebook posted a long thing and he was like this is just for my mormon friends i don't want non-mormons chiming in on this help me understand this because it just it, literally he called it he said this seems like a monstrously evil policy to me well said and and for 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 him for the church to be alienating really truly rank and file members yeah on that level and the, and in that thread and it's an amazing thread i i read it just like good for him that's uh, really seriously good for him honestly it's, yeah. at least he's got an honest and open thing but in that thread you you see the people who are the the people that i always sort of that 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 can't handle any kind of cognitive dissonance so they just default to well and this is a very Mormon thing to say. They know something I don't know. Yeah. They're doing it for a reason. I will just trust them. It's such a pressure valve. They have a line not they have a line into Jesus. Yeah. And uh and and I don't. Yeah. So I will just trust that they're doing the right thing. Yeah. But yeah, I mean so there so, are there are believe in Mormons who are who are just dyed in the wool. Who are freaking out? Yeah, my my brother said that uh, he's on Facebook. I'm not, and he he saw he went to John DeLynn's Facebook page. Uh -huh. John DeLynn is a, a podcaster who's been excommunicated, and he's actually doing amazing work in a in a strange community here. And he broke the story, or he got the story from KUTV, the local affiliate, uh, national affiliate, and he put it on his Facebook page. And the true believing Mormons on that were on his Facebook page first responded by saying, "This is a damned lie." How dare you? This is another anti-Mormon lie. 
This is they would never do this. This is terrible. Right. Because it was a it was at first it was just it's it was a leak. It was a leak. So it seemed like there it could it could be not true. Somebody at Temple Square leaked it because it was not officially released yet. Right. So then when when John DeLynn was able to post that there was some kind of proof of it, there was a a brief silence. And then all of a sudden started the same people who said this is a damned lie. The same uh, uh, all of a sudden they started saying, "Well, we we don't know what the general authorities know. Right. We don't know." Yep. And so in an instant, we went from being at war with East Asia to being at war with Eurasia. You know, it was just like that. It's amazing. But it, it's good to hear that it did actually rattle uh, a lot of people's cages. It seems – I'm seeing so much of that. Like, yeah. And the conversation that happened in that – just in that one thread, and it's, you know, over 100 comments long with comments on the comments and whatever. Right. It's, it's, uh, it's clear – that he's not the only one. Most people on that thread are baffled, are hurt, are upset. Because that's the thing. When you are an old person mm-hmm. and you have old person thinking, and mm-hmm. you know, we have we have people who are of older generations who listen to this show, so I don't want to insult old folks who are getting freaky in the old folks home wait and that uh, god bless i i love that <laughs> i think that that's the best thing ever but there are but when first of all when you are a conservative person and conservative in in the in the literal sense of it meaning you don't want to change how you view the world yeah you have a you know your view and you don't ever want to change it you want to keep things as they are yeah and then you get and then and then you compound that thinking by being in complete isolation from reality because these men basically don't do they don't have they are they are in a bubble they are disconnected completely from reality disconnected from the world i think it's just like they don't get that like the boots on the ground have gay friends yeah they love a gay person and the people they are desperate to hang on to right now are millennials and and now younger. Right. And they're hemorrhaging. And they are hemorrhaging. And what the fuck is going to happen with like this is so cruel and worst worst of all I think it is it is another form of Mormon coercion. Mm. It is another way to force compliance with a, a behavior but this time through your children. Yeah. You know Mormon parents always force, well, not always, but frequently force their kids to go on missions. They frequently force them to get married. They, there's all this kind of coercion uh, that's based on conditions placed on unconditional love. Yeah, and it. So you know, the Tribune published the story. The Salt Lake Tribune published the story uh-huh. like last night, right? And as of now, there are almost five thousand comments on that story, uh, and all like other than dozens of pro comments it's just people going oh my god what the fuck is happening right and usually i will say i mean salt lake tribune is the is the the liberal yeah for utah paper so you you expect there to be a lot of that but i'm gonna guess matter of fact i'm gonna do it right now i'm gonna see deseret news Oh, I don't. Even, I, I wonder if they've even posted it. Oh, it's got to be there. So the Deseret News is the very is the church owned organ in town. It's the church owned newspaper and reflexively very friendly yeah. to Temple Square. 
Uh, wow. Well, it's not on their main page. Let's see what we got here. Uh, LDS Church reaffirms doctrine, updates policies on same-sex families. So that so their headline is. They just doing same old, same old. We know. We just did a little spell correct. That's all. Fine. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Never mind. Reaffirms doctrine of marriage, updates policies on families and same-sex marriage. That It's an update. Yeah. Just, we just have a quick update for you. Uh, and that has only 215 comments on it. And they're all good. Uh, <laughs> Yay. The first one says, the church is not to blame for this. Homosexual marriage and relationships that are contrary to God's commandments are children are harmed by same-sex marriage, not the church. Oh, really? Uh-huh. So let's pretend that there are same-sex married couples. There's probably some whose children attend church. Mm-hmm. I, I think they need some talk therapy. Right. And maybe some electroshock. But they certainly exist. Yeah. Don't you think those kids get enough shit as it is? Right. And aren't their lives bad enough? Isn't it just bad enough to be 13 under any circumstance? You know, I'll tell you this. I, uh, I have one friend uh, in my Facebook uh, world. He's a guy that I've worked with. Uh, he's a gay. And he is uh, also someone who went on a mission and someone for whom uh, the church is has been very important in his life. Yeah. So... In conversations that I've had with him, I've been baffled because he still clings to it. He still loves it. He And he has talked about he, uh, he and his husband mm-hmm. taking their kids to Mormon church if they ever have kids, which they want to do. So this unicorn does exist. Oh, they don't have kids yet. They don't have kids yet. Oh, okay. But they want they, – that was the plan the whole time. That is no longer the plan now. He, you know, he basically – he came out on Facebook and just said, look, nope, nope. They did it. They finally succeeded in making me not want to take my kids there. Well, you you said a minute ago something that is definitely the truth, which is all of the leadership, the the three guys in the presidency and then the the quorum of the 12 apostles, 15 white men. They they appointed a couple younger guys like late 60s or something or something. Oh, those whippersnappers. This time around, but for the most part, these are guys from rural Utah and Idaho. Mhm who had a, sh- a brief career in business of some kind. Right. Then got church jobs, most, and they've held them for 50 years, 40 years. Right. And they jet around the world just kind of talking only to each other. Right. They don't, have the, they don't look at the internet. They don't... And talking at members. Talking at members. It's not a conversation. No, 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 no. Yeah. And, and the, it, the members don't want it to be a conversation. No. They want to be talked at. Right. They want to be instructed. So these men have no talking at them. They have no dialogue no. with anyone. No. So many times it's been the case that they will say something awful. And then the people, the professional people, you know, middle-aged guys and women in their 30s and 40s, mostly guys, uh-huh. who run the church bureaucracy, wake up one morning and read the paper and go, oh, my God, what did he say? And so they have to kind of stop the bleeding and kind of put a tourniquet on whatever PR disaster it is. Right. But this is, this policy is published in the, in the Bishop's handbook, right in handbook one. So this is not just some old codger shooting his mouth off. No, this is, this is, this is to go out to every single parish in the church. This is worldwide that by the entire bureaucracy and the, the church education service, which is kind of the ministry of truth. And it's too late. They can't, 
back off of it now. You can't unshit that bed. <laughs> and it's I I'm I'm really kind of abnormally mad and agitated about this because yeah. it is a perfect example of the casual cruelty and harm that an institution like this can cause especially to young people. Yeah. I'm vulnerable young people. I'm strangely not mad about this. Really? Because I f- take it to be a great favor uh, yes. when people tell me, when people reveal to me their true selves. Yes. And this organization is now revealing to the world its true self. Yeah. And I take that to be a great favor and I say, thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, I know now how, I will, how, to, how to act around you and how to respond to you. I totally agree with that. But I think... you. Yes, I'm like fuck up as much as you possibly can. Right, Say, to be as racist and sexist and homophobic as humanly possible. Right, and then get some rest and get up and do it again the next day. But but it hurts. But I, you know, I was that kid. Absolutely, in in a way, and you probably were in some ways too. And it's just fucking pointless. It it, it what what hurts is that. The people will still be getting hurt by this. That's and it. will continue to get hurt for a long time. Um, but you know what? This has to happen in order yep. for the world to sort of start to come to its senses. It's and medicine. It's it is. It's taking your medicine and 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 guys like your friend on the Facebook page going, "Oh my god, yeah, I've got to reexamine my life for right. a minute." What here. does this all mean? How does this mean? What does this mean for me? What does it mean for my beliefs? And you know, of course, he's still. At this point, determined to stay in it, and he probably will. He'll find a way to stay in it, but he's rattled. Yeah, and I guarantee you, his kids are rattled, uh, or or will be rattled, and will see this rattling of him, and they might think twice. Yeah, well, his kids probably are already because they're kids and they're and smarter the, than us, right? Well, and the kids grow up and they see, you know, they all, you know, when you and I were in high school, we had gay friends. And you might have known. I I had one friend. I knew one. I was he the guy looking in the mirror. Oh, mm-hmm. cute guy. Uh, but I I had you know I had one friend that I knew was gay, and he, we were theater geeks together. Right. Like if there is a safe space in any high school for you to be gay, yeah, it's with your theater friends. And he wouldn't come out to us. Or, he insisted he was straight. Or the seminary teacher. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, no, you don't want to have to give that. Yeah, guy well, he had jobs. to insist he was straight because what's the what's the what's the other option? Just right, a life of getting the shit kicked out of you and being ostracized and and you know spit right. on. The at- point the point is that for our generation, even among the safest people in the school, right. he, he couldn't come out. Absolutely, and it was clear that he was gay, but he couldn't come out. Right now, elementary school kids are coming out. Yeah, like junior high kid by junior high, they already know, you know. Every kid already knows two gays and a transgendered kid. Yeah, and unless they're just kind of awful, and and kids can be awful reflexively because they don't know. Oh, kids are just awful at whatever. Yeah, but unless they're just awful kids, for a lot of people, it's becoming no big deal. Totally. No so big something deal. like this is just so from the dark ages. Yeah, and so vicious. And I was going to ask you. Yeah, brother Dan. Yes. Do you remember the second article of faith? No. Thankfully, that's one of the ones that I know. I, I don't know the articles of faith. These are these are these are things that the church published 
a million years ago. I yeah. think Joseph Smith himself. I, I think he did. Yeah. Wrote these. So these are the the articles. These these are things that children memorize and recite. It's kind of the Ten Commandments of Mormonism. Yeah, it's who we are. Yeah, as Mormons. In, so in thirteen strange little sentences. Right. The second article of faith is. We believe that men will be punished for their own sins and not for Adam's transgressions. Meaning, meaning sin is not something inherited. It's yeah, exactly. You can't catch sin from other people. No, it's not an eye color. Right, exactly. It is it is an action you take. And that and and you know, Mormons are very proud in normally of that particular uh, article of faith because yeah. they think and they look down on all the, you know, uh, anyone who believes in original sin, they look down on. Yeah. Well, the, the old church, especially the older, the, the Joseph Smith and Brigham Young church was ferociously anti-Catholic. Right. So anything they could do to not be Catholic. Right. And so. You and, know, and to point out how dumb the Catholics are, they they love it. So, yeah, right. this, this was like the fact that. We, no, we only believe that your your own sins count against you. Yeah, how stupid that someone else's sins could count against you. You're savages, you're just crazy people. Yeah, and then they're like, however, uh, if your daddies are gay, then uh, you you fuck you. Uh, yeah, and then you have to wait. You know, we baptize at eight, uh, eight, we eighteen. We baptize at eight years old. We Mormons baptize at eight years old. Right. Confirmation follows that. For boys, you get the priesthood, which you're a super wicked-ass warlock at age 12. Right. So if you're that infant child of two same-sex parents who have somehow decided to inflict church on you, you watch all your friends go through this whole progression. And they get to ask you questions about why you haven't been baptized. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Why aren't you passing the sacrament with us? Yeah. Why aren't you doing... So you're just ostracized and until the age of 18 for some reason... When, if you renounce your family, you may rejoin this club. Welcome! Let's see how many people want to take him up on that. Right, exactly. I, and there may be one or two, because, uh, you know, if you fucking hate your dads, because there are some bad dads who are gay, too. Like, gay some, people don't necessarily make great parents. I just know some really bad fags. So, uh, yeah. If you've and got, I can say that. If you've got bad fags... Fag dads, dads, fag dads. Then uh, I'm a then fag dad me, then from me, Baghdad. Then me, <laughs> that's. I think we we let's keep that one under the belt because we we're going to be pitching that to some Hollywood folks coming up. Oh yeah, it's going to be our our sitcom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why did you do that? <laughs> you ruined my paisley blouse. <laughs> uh, wah wah. Bum bum dum. Too bad Paul Linda's dead. Indeed, and uh, and who are we who are we riffing on earlier? Uh, oh, Fred uh, Wynn. Yeah. <laughs> Who wants the Charlie in the box? <laughs> we could have him as, as 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 the fag dad from Baghdad. From Baghdad. My God. Of course I'm, I'm. There's no. I'm gonna have a gay wedding. What are you talking about? Of course I'm fabulous. Sharia law. I designed Saddam's palace. What does that even mean? Who knows? <laughs> mine is mine is somehow Jewishier <laughs> and gayer. Yeah. Uh, All my accents kind of collide in that one. That's good. I think that's good. Anyway, uh, and also we've just completely, we don't care about this story anymore, apparently. Uh, uh, we needed a laugh because I'm just, I'm, I'm grinding my teeth. Yeah, indeed. About this, so. All right, we're going to let it go with that. Uh, if you're grinding your teeth and you want to chime in on this conversation, you are welcome to do so. Uh, the, the, there's a place that you can write to through the electronic mail, and that's, that's uh, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. 
Uh, you can call into us and use your 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 vocal cords. Uh, that's four two four six 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 six, like the devil. Uh, TGIA, which is eight four four two. Or uh, yeah, you can go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGI Atheist. Uh, jump on in the members only lounge and get in line. Uh, Behind so, my brother. And you have to search that. Uh, that's the TGIA members only lounge on Facebook. Uh, so you have to join Facebook if you're going to be a part of it, which Mark won't do. Oh, God, no. Um, thanks, by the way. Uh, thank you, Mark, for filling in here. It's uh, my great pleasure. Yeah, uh, we certainly appreciate it when you do, uh, when 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 we need you. I, I thank you so much, and I really wish that every seems like every main story we cover is the Mormons, and it's okay. I just wish they'd stop giving us a good reason to. No, they won't. Oh. They won't. And folks love the Mormons. What, what's not to love? What's not to love? Uh, and thank you also to Mackenzie uh, for doing the Facebook work. You're uh, you're an officer and a gentleman. You're, or neither of those things. And thanks to the Red Rock Hot Club. Indeed. For, for music. For providing this fine music uh, mm-hmm. that's probably playing under us right now, depending on how I edit it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thank you to you, dear, dear listener, uh, for, for tuning in every week. Uh, we sure do appreciate it. Bye. Well, goodbye. Goodbye.